Romans 10 verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to this life-changing message preached by Reverend Patrick Tomaquil of Kodesh Family Church, live from the Care Center. This message preached at the Revelation Sunday service will revitalize, refresh, and strengthen you. Be blessed and built up in the faith as you listen. Bible said, as they walk and talk, uh-huh. Elijah was taken and Elisha received the anointing. So, not everybody, don't take it lightly. Yeah. To those who listen to my teaching, now Jesus is speaking. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given to them. And they will have an abundance of knowledge. But for those who are not listening, you can come to church and not be listening. You can come to church that when the pastor says something, then you test another sister that, hey, look at what the pastor is saying. <laughs> it's true. Because the Holy Spirit is here. You can come to church and go empty. You never heard anything. All that you heard the pastor can't say good things. And you can also come to church. All that you heard. Today, the word was powerful. The word moved me. Yeah. Because we learn from the parable of the sower that there are four grounds. As we are all standing here, there are four grounds. And, you see, baby T, the ground that you choose is what you take home. Job, the ground that you choose is what you take home. Colum, the ground that you, took, you, take, you choose is what you take. Tom, the ground that you choose is what you take. Everybody is individual. Nobody is forcing anybody to choose the wrong ground. Bible speaks of the wayside ground. And the Bible speaks of the thorny ground. And the Bible speaks of the hard ground. And the Bible speaks of another ground that is fertile. So, the ground you choose determines what you go home with. That's why I will advise you to choose the fertile ground. That don't fight what is coming. That's why we are praying that so that you will hear clearly because the spirit is going to speak expressly without delay. So that you hear clearly. I mean, you can, did, did, did he say, did I heard what he said? Did you heard what he said? You will not ask anybody that. Because the Holy Spirit will speak clearly and crystal. You will hear it. Look at Isaiah chapter 30. That's what is going to be your portion today. As the word of God is coming. 21. Isaiah 30 verse 21. It said that your own ears. Not Joe's ears. Vic, your own ears. Not Keith's ears. Kira, your own ears. Look at what your own ears is going to be. It said your own ears will hear him. The Holy Spirit. Right behind you. A voice will say, this is the way. Go. This is the way. Your own ears. 
you will hear a voice. Avalon, behind you, as the message is coming, as the word of God is coming, you hear a voice saying to you, this is what you are supposed to do. This is what you are supposed to do. This is the class you are supposed to take this semester. This is what the job that you are supposed to do. You need to change this job because this job is making you not to sleep. It's making you to be divided. It's making you not to have time for your children. And you hear a voice who say to you, this is not the right job for you at this time. I want you to lift up your voice. The Lord, pray that lift up your, I mean, place your hand on one of your ears and said, Lord, awaken my ears to hear as the learned, not as a fool, but as a learned. I want to hear as the learned, as your word is coming. Lord, I want to hear clearly. Yes. I mean, those who can do want to do it, you do it. It's not by force. If you don't want to put your ear, your hand to your ear, you are you are on your own. But I, I want to say that put your hand on your ears and pray to God. Say, Lord, I want to hear as the learned. I want to hear. I want to hear as the learned. I don't want to hear just just like anyone. I want to hear like somebody who is learned in the name of Jesus. I work in my ears, Lord that I will hear clearly because I have discovered that not everybody who have ear can hear. I have learned that not everybody who have ear can hear in the name of Jesus. So Lord, this morning, I want to hear that voice. This afternoon, Lord, I want to hear that voice that is directing me, that will guide me, that will guide me, that will guide me. I want to hear that voice that will guide me today, that will lead me, that will lighten my path in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Are you still here? I wake in my ears to hear. I wake in my ears. In Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1, it said, I will climb up to the watchtower and I will stand my doorpost. There I will wait to see what the Lord will say. The Lord is ready to say something to you today. I said, God is ready to say something to you. I will wait to see what he will say. And how I will answer. Lift up your voice. We are praying again. The next year, change to the other ear. Say, Lord, I am waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to hear what you have to say to me today. Lord, I am waiting to hear what you have to say to me today. Somewhere, hey, somewhere, say, Master, speak, Master, speak. Your servant is hearing, your servant is here to hear. Master, speak, thy servant heareth, waiting. I am waiting for your gracious words. You will hear some gracious words today. You will hear a voice behind you, a voice that will say, This is the right way to walk, this is the right way to go. In the name of Jesus, Lord, remove everything. Every dullness from my ears. Remove every wash from my ears. Remove every wash from my ears. Remove every wise. Every wash from our ears, Lord. Remove the wash. That my ears shall not be dull. 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 Pray. Lift up your voice. Would bind every dullness, anything that will make your ears to be dull, anything that will make your ears to be dull. We come against it in the name of Jesus. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
Are you still here? Yes. I want us to pray one more time. You know, Jesus told them that these people, their ears are dull. But I believe that your ears, yes. even if it's dull today, the Holy Spirit is delivering you. Amen. Yeah, the ears are dull because there is wax in the ears. I want us to pray for one more thing. He said that, be quick to hear. The opposite of dull is what? Pray. Leave that Lead that prayer. So, Father, may I be quick today to hear. I will not linger. I will not be slow. Lord, as your word is coming, may I be quick to hear in the name of Jesus. Quick to hear. 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 Pray. That you be quick to hear. Quick to hear, Lord. Quick to hear, Lord. Quick to hear, Lord. Quick to hear. Remove every wax. I want to hear with speed your word. 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 Today the Holy Spirit is going to speak a new thing. A new knowledge. Your understanding is going to be open today. The eyes of your understanding is about to be opened by the Holy Spirit. The Lord is going to speak expressly to you. In the name of Jesus, the Lord is going to guide you. He's going to direct us. He's going to help us this afternoon. God is about to help you. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says that the voice of the Lord tendereth. It's like a tender. I want us to pray one more time. Anything that is hard that want to block your ears from hearing the word. Not any other thing. Just the word. Because it's only the word that we need. We don't need anything. Yeah, anything that want to block your ear. We are praying that let the tender, let the voice of the Lord be like a tender to break every plan of the enemy. Oh yes, to seal your voice from hearing the voice of the Lord. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. I know what I'm dealing with. I know what I'm dealing with. Yes, lift up your voice and pray. You hear, we shall hear, we shall hear, we will hear the voice. Awaken our ears to hear. Let your voice tender it. 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 In the name of Jesus, Rabba Sakata, Hey Marubo Satata, Labra Sunday, Ibada Dada, Ibada Dada, Ibada Dada, Ibada Dada, Manibade, Roba Sate, Marua Kato, Lebra Sunday. Oh, yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your power, for your mighty Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name.
And everybody say amen. Amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Why do we have to pray about the ear? Yeah. I will climb up onto my watchtower. Joe, we all have the watchtowers. Spiritual security men. In the spirit. Tom, God expects us to be watching. He says, watch and pray. Yeah. Watch and pray. Every, every, every Christian is supposed to be a watcher. Yeah. He said, I will climb. Why are we praying about the hearing? For us to hear clearly. Yeah. Because one mistake can be the hand if you don't hear clearly. Yeah. One mistake can be your hand. I will climb onto the watch tower now and wait to see what the Lord will say to me and how he will answer my complaint. Verse number two. Why we are praying about this? Because you are a message carrier. And the messenger should hear clearly so that you don't make a mistake. Yeah. Every one of us, you are a message carrier. Then the Lord said to me, write and answer in large, clear letters on the tablet so that a runner, Joe, can you see? You are what? A runner. Michael, you are a runner. Michael, we are, you are a runner. You are supposed to run. You need to get the baton and then you are running. You need to see that you can hold the baton. Yeah. Clearly on the tablet so that the runner can read it and tell everyone else. Because if the Holy Spirit speaks and you can't hear, are you going to tell the message? Are you going to translate or relate the message? Yeah. If your ears are dull, and the Lord is saying, just as uh, 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 Balaam, the Holy Spirit was speaking, Balaam couldn't hear. Because God was not looking at the lips of Balaam. He was looking directly into the heart of Balaam. Balaam wants money. He wants to make something so that he can have gain. Yeah. So God intentionally said, you go. Because he, I know your heart already. Even though you say that, oh, God said to me, I shouldn't curse these people. In your heart, you truly want to get curse the people of Israel so that you can get money. And God was speaking to him. God nearly killed him. He took a donkey to reveal the angel of the Lord. For the prophet to see that, hey, there is an angel holding a sword about to slash me. That's why it's very important that we should hear. You need to pray about God, I want to hear your voice. Yeah. It's a serious prayer more than marriage. Than that you are looking for somebody to propose to you or a girl to marry. No. Because you can marry a Delilah simply. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You can marry as Delilah very simply because you didn't hear clearly. Pastor, what about the men? Okay, you can marry a Nabal. <laughs> now, are we okay now? Can I preach now? Okay. Because this table tennis thing is getting too much. You said to this, you have to say to us too. Mm. Now we have solved the issue. It's, it's one one draw. I can see that Sister Gloria is very happy now, so it's okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
So today, we are entering into a season. Can we bring our scripture for the, for the week? Uh, Mark chapter 14, verse number 6. We are entering. I need you to follow. One of the ways you can, you can know where we are going as a church is by the scriptures that is being given to us every week. And I want you to take it seriously because if you do, you'll be blessed. Jesus said, not a single iota or a jot of the word that I speak will not come to pass. The whole heaven will come to pass. The whole earth will come to pass. But my words shall never come to pass. And this is a very nice story that Jesus was trying to teach us by the lives of those that were present at that time, including the disciples and a, a certain particular woman called Ma Mary. That is the sister, Mary and Martha. They are the Lazarus sisters, right? So, from verse 1, the Bible says that they were in a gathering, right? In one of a, a guy called Simon the leper. They were in Simon's house. And then Mary came. Mary came. See, there is something that Jesus said, a statement that he said. He said, he that is forgiven much, what we ought to do is we must love much. So you, I, I needed to ask yourself today, how many times have I been forgiven? And that should propel you that when somebody also offends you, you should think about that and forgive the person. In this church, nobody can say that I am current with them. I will talk to you. Probably you will not be able to talk to me. You can't say that I'm current. I don't know why I'm current with you. Current with you about what? Maybe I might make a statement. You don't like it and you will be offended. And what does the Bible tell us? You that you are offended, you have to come to me and tell me, Pastor, what you said, I didn't like it at all. Yeah, that's how the Bible, Jesus teaches us how to correct that issue. The negative thing that you said, I said. The way to correct it, you have to come to me and tell me that, Pastor, what you said, I didn't like it. But when you are gallivanting and you are upset, you are just bothering yourself. So, these guys, Mary came and poured oil before Jesus' feet. And a few spiritual brothers in the congregation said that, oh, what is this waste? You see, the, the apostles, they wrote, there's, there's an account. See, Mark didn't give us the name of the person that was indignated. The people that were offended, of, it was an offense to them that the lady came to do what she did. Mark didn't tell us who was that. But when you look at John, I believe John chapter 12, verse number 6, John actually points at who was offended by that kind gesture. Bring it up. Let's look at it. Uh -huh. Not that he cared for the poor. Because he said, that, oh, what is all this waste? Why are we always honoring, we're honoring a man? By the way, Jesus is a man. Nobody should forget about that. Yeah. He emptied himself of, of his glory and he became a man. That's what the Bible teaches us. The Bible didn't teach us that it was God all along. No. 
Because then he will not say that, don't you think I can ask my father that he will give me legions of angels? He will not say that. Then, after that, he said, oh, look, there are poor people, you know, but why are we wasting this money? Why are we building 10,000 churches in Africa and we are in Albany? We don't even have a church. Not that he cared for the poor. Be careful of things that people say. It might look very eloquent and physically. That is the right thing. You know, it's a nice saying. It's a good idea. You must have the spirit of discernment as a Christian to discern the underlining evil of what they are saying. Not that he cared for the poor. John make us understand. I believe that's why he's the beloved of Jesus. Not that he cares for the poor. But he was what? A thief. Look at what he He was in charge of the disciples' money. I was asking myself this morning. <laughs> there is no nonsense in the Bible. I was asking myself morning, this morning. If ever, God forbid, anybody is a thief in this church. It shouldn't be a problem for me. Oh, we can be thieves in our tithe and our offering. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hmm. I said, I told the first service something that gives me peace that I don't have to fight it. I just look at Jesus. Was he accused? Somebody is accusing. Why would you have to bother yourself? Somebody is ungrateful. Why do you have to do that? Jesus was the one that Judas was stealing from. He was not afraid at all. Who am I? Look at my head. Why should, why should you be afraid of me? Judas was not afraid of Jesus. He, 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 he said, Lazarus, come forth. And the guy came forth. They said, what do you have here? Five loaves. He lifted up gift tons. It became plenty. Have you ever multiplied any bread? <laughs> yet, yet this guy was not afraid to steal from Jesus. Yeah. He was not afraid to steal from Jesus. He was not afraid. He was in charge of the fans. He was in charge. Was the treasure. And so he realized that somebody is trying to bring his life work into an end. Because this oil could have been converted. The Bible says that it's a whole year's salary. Let's say that it's $60,000 you get for a year. Mary gets for a, a year. That is $60,000 he has put on the foot of Jesus. Because according to Mary's mindset, the blood is priceless. He that has been forgiving much, loves much. So his love was to glorify the master. Yeah. That's how all and reverence Mary asked for Jesus. So Mary doesn't mind. Yeah. Put, putting all that. What is alabaster bus? 
Is it worth more than money? The Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gave the whole world? Alabaster boss is a tiny, minute particle in the whole world. The oil. As compared to your soul. So, we are in the month and season of honor. God deal with seasons and times, as the Bible tells us. Alright, so today I'm preaching about those who honor. And the Subtopic is honoring relationships. It's very, very important that we honor our relationships. Amen. Amen. So, Romans chapter 13, verse number 7. Uh, Somebody is blessed already. Oh, yeah. You are blessed already. I tell you. Romans chapter 13, verse 7. It said, render or give. Render it. Render, therefore, to all their dues. Give to every and everyone what you owe them. Joe, you owe me some things. I owe you some things. Yeah. Oh, do you understand it? They without us cannot. Yeah. It's not only the you don't need me only. I also need you. Yeah, that's why I'm always on your case. Because I need you. Yeah. I need you to survive. <laughs> yeah. Day without them. Yeah. Abraham and Co. and David, they are waiting for us to finish our work. Oh. If we don't finish, their work is not complete. Yeah. So there are people that we owe honor to. It's a pay. This is why you have to pay. Because once you owe, it means that there must be a payment. You don't have a choice. You owe. It's legitimate that you have to pay. If you owe IRS, can you say that, oh, that this one it doesn't count? No. They will come after you. They will cause you. They will, tell, they will threaten you. They will tell you, we will go to your job place. We will take your money. We will make sure that no credit card approves you. They will tell you many things. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because you owe and you need to pay. So, who are the people that we owe honor to? He said, render to them, give to them the taxes and the import duties and give respect and honor to all to whom it is due. There are people that respect is due them. There are people that we need to honor. The honor is due. Don't take honor that it is due. That is due for someone. Don't take it. When you do that, you have become somebody else. Do you know that Lucifer was a cherub. Do you know that he was not even the highest rank of angels? Because the seraphims are above the cherubs. And do you know that the devil, they are even more wicked, this thing more than the devil that we always, always call. They are more wicked people that have been chained because they cannot be allowed. Yeah. They can't be allowed. That's why we always have to be looking to Jesus. Forget about that guy. It's a give honor. Giving honor is a biblical command. You are expected to give honor to whom honor is due. Now, not everyone is due honor. However, some people are due honor and must be given their due honor. If you do not give honor to whom honor is due, you will never have the right relationship 
with certain people. If you like, go to work and go and misbehave. I don't have to come there to pray for you. If you like, you can try it. Let's go to your workplace and start misbehaving with your, with your director. Just misbehave with your director. And you see. Yeah. Because that, that director, an honor is due them. Yeah. It's only in America. One day I was speaking to my nursing director. Her name is Miss Elodia. I, I said, Miss Elodia. I said, oh, no, call me Elodia. Only in America, you, your bosses say, call them. <laughs> but they are first name. Yeah. That, where we came from, we have been taught. Yeah. To be polite. Am I your koikwa? Who are you calling? Am I your are, are you my koikwa? Yeah. There is a reason why it's God is called God Almighty. Yeah. There's a reason. So that there's a difference. We we understand it. Yeah. It says that great relationships flourish when honor is given where it is due. Great relationship flourish. When honor is placed exactly where it is. No honor, no great relationship. Honor, honor is important in all relationships. But honor is critical in certain relationships. Honor is not that important in your relationship with your friends. Cousins. Your acquaintances and schoolmates. However... Honor is very important in your relationship with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Honor is important in your relationship with your prophet, with your pastor, with your husband, and such authority figures. Yeah. If you like, just take the 87. Try and error. And see the sheriff car park. Now we all know that it's 65. Just do it. Oh, just do it. This one is not Ghana that some people have to chase you, the police have to come and hold you with machine gun. No, nobody holds you. When you get to the house, it's in the mail. It's in the mail. If you like, don't give that honor. See the sheriff and say, Oh, who's this guy? And let's let's press on the accelerator. You will understand it. That there's a place that law works. Yeah. There's a place that law works. Because honor is due the, that sheriff. And you need to give him that honor. It's not that person. It's what is backing that person. Yeah. Who am I? Patrick Tamaklo. Coconut head. Please. Yeah. Number one. We are going to finish soon. Are you, are, you, are you being blessed? It's, it's a great key for your success. Yeah, it's a great key. Many people don't know. They are struggling because they don't know what comes out of honor. Some, some culture, they wait until the person dies and then they honor the person. The Bible said that is witchcraft. Don't wait till your, somebody die. God forbid your mother or your father die. My father is dead. Let me use him. My, I, I will not wait for my, my, my father is dead now. I chatter British Airways. And I go and buy a big flower. That the flower has its own seat. I'm going to Ghana to do funeral. Meanwhile, when your father call you, Patrick, if we tell my 
I need to go for a checkup. Can you send me another dollar? Okay. You think that the, the dollar is on the trees that we are, we, are, we are plucking? The dollar is not on trees. It's foolishness. Not to take care of your parents. Not to honor them. You know, yesterday, my quiet time, as I was out my quiet time, I learned something about widows. Yeah. The Bible said that widows should be taken care of. My, my main thing that I studied was you speak for those who don't have a voice. And one of the people that don't have a voice is widows and children. Speak for them. And it was saying that a widow needs to be taken care of. First of all, the church has to take care of the widow. But before the church steps in, if the widow has a child, it is the responsibility of that child or a grandchild. It is the responsibility of that grandchild to take care of that widow before the church steps in. So it's our responsibility. So all this while that I'm been taking care of my, I've been taking care of my mother since I was 15 years old. It's not now that we are going to stop. 15. I became a, a man at 15. So my father died when I was 13. So honor is due, and in, it, it enriches the relationship when you place it where it belongs. One day I advised somebody that, look, your father is not here. Relate well with your father-in-law. I told the person. Yeah, because I saw that the person always having argument with the father-in-law. He said, no, 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 don't do that. Your father is not here. Respect somebody's father. Take the person as your father. Yeah. One of the ways you can see how people can treat you, look at how they relate with their parents. Yeah. Like me. I can see how somebody can relate with me. I can see what is the how they do. Somebody, somebody told me something of a story. I realized that this person, I have to be careful about that person. Yeah, because they told me a story about their dad. Oh yeah, red flag. It's a red flag. They are their father, and they were. It's like they were the father. I said no, no. I told the person that no, no, no. Don't do that. You are wrong. To add salt to injury, then they gave me two examples of two other pastors. I said ha. I'm done. I have to be careful. Because the way they treat their father, the same way they will, treat, they will treat you. The way they treat their mother, the same way they will treat you. Yeah, Because a mother is an authority figure. A father is an authority figure. Yeah, A pastor is an authority figure. A president is an authority figure. The way that somebody treats their father, they will treat the pastor the same way. If they don't respect their father, they will not honor the pastor. If they honor their father, they will honor the pastor. If you like, just make an experiment. Look around your family, anybody that you know. Look at how they treat their parents. They respect that they, and look at how they treat other things. A man who doesn't respect his mother will never respect the wife. Yeah. Go and look at look, look, just look, just look. Just look at it. Number one, honor the father. And it will give life to your relationship with your heavenly father. Now, how can we honor? You can honor somebody in many ways. Jesus told us that if you love me, obey my words. So you can, we can honor Jesus by what he is saying to us, by his words. First Samuel chapter 2 verse 30. Wherefore the Lord God of Israel said, I, God Almighty, said indeed that 
thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now, make up your mind, Pastor. Why are you changing? God changes his mind. God Almighty withhold his honor from anybody who despises him. And what? That will say that be imitators. Be what? Imitators of God. He said, God said that I was going to promote you forever and ever. Therefore, the Lord God of Israel says, the terrible things, why are we? we? Yeah. The terrible things you are doing cannot continue. Uh I promise that your branch of the tribe of the Levi will always be my priest. But I will honor only those who honored me. Or honest me. And I will also despise those who despise me. Yeah. Joe, if you are if you are you are a manager at your workplace, will you promote somebody who's always fighting with you? Will you promote somebody who doesn't take your never? Joe will not do it. Why should I do it? God said he will not do it. Say anybody who despises him, you also despise the person. It's like you are robbing Peter to pay for. Oh, but God said love. So even if I'm despising him, no, 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 it doesn't work like that. God is a is a is, is Abba Father. He has a fatherhood part, he has a loving father, he has Abba, Abba Father. Yeah. He said also a judge. Yeah. No partiality. So love goes in, in, in nursing. I nearly say medicine. In nursing. They say that where salt goes, water goes. Yeah, water follows it. Yeah. Wherever salt goes, water follows it. Yeah. So, we are going to honor the Father with everything. Paul said to us that, my beloved brethren, I beseech you by the message of God, present your body holy, not a dead body, as a living sacrifice unto the Lord. We can honor the Lord with our body. We can honor the Lord with our time. Yeah. We can honor the Lord with our family. Honor, honor the Lord with Samuel. And what did she get back? Plenty children. Yeah. You can withhold your son and your daughter and before you see something else has taken them. We can honor the Lord. Actually honor the Lord. I don't want to talk about money because then we go into something else. But I'm not afraid to talk about money though. Because it's part of honoring. If you honor him, he will honor you. God does not take dishonor lightly. Dishonoring God is a dangerous thing. Some people honor their relative more than they honor God. Some people honor their children more than they honor God. Some people honor their wives more than they honor God. God looks at the honor you give to others in relation to the honor that you give to him. He wants to be the most honored and most valued person in your life. If you honor and value anyone more than you honor and value him, he will react. Yeah. 
I've seen people that honor their children more than God. Said so that, oh, it's snowing. Oh, my baby, I can't take my baby through the snow. Like you can create the, the fingernail. <laughs> How much can you protect your son or your daughter? When they go to university, will you be there? When I came to Albany, one night, I decided to pray from 12 a.m. I was going street by street. I went all the way downtown, and I started street by street, street by street, street by street. And I was at the, around the Madison area, where that Christian university is. I said, what, a Christian university? I have my little tracks in my hand, giving and talking to the people. Students, young children, between the age of 18, 20, drunk. And some of them, they were in their apartment and music and drinking and fooling. Meanwhile, their parents think that my son and my daughter is in school learning. So we can't protect our son or our daughter more than God can do. That's why Anna gave Samuel. So mothers and fathers in this church, let's give our children to the Lord. When we are having church activities, let's put them forth. Thanks be to God, I've not seen any wife here trying to present their husband from entering. So one time there was somebody who was trying to prevent the wife. I've not seen, you know, I believe the wife here are Abigails. They want to push their husband to the front. Go! Yeah. So that all these things that is going through will be changed. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, that's why Priscilla was pushing. Paddy go, paddy go, paddy go, paddy go. go. Number two, honor Jesus and it will change your life and your relationship with him. John chapter 10, verse 40. He that receives you receives me, Jesus. If you want to write it that way. And he that receives me receives him that sent me. That is the Father. Where's the scripture? Matthew 10 verse 40. Jesus is saying to us, anybody that receives the person that he has sent, because in Ephesians 4, the Bible tells us that he gave gift to men. Alright. So anyone that have that particular gift that Jesus gave, it is someone that Jesus has sent. The only way, as I was meditating on this scripture, for the past three days. There, there are only few variables. The only way that somebody, for instance, you will not receive a pastor. Few things. One, you don't believe that he was sent. Number two, you don't believe that he's anointed. That's all. The only reason why the pastor can preach or advise you or whatever, and you don't receive it, you don't believe that it was sent by Jesus. Jesus said, anyone who welcomes you is welcoming me, Jesus. Anyone who does not welcome you is not welcoming 
It's not welcoming me. You can't say that you love Jesus and you don't like the pastor that they are sent to you. It just doesn't work in equations. Yeah. If more, what divides? Uh-huh. If more, less divide. Yeah. So it doesn't work in equation that as for Jesus, I love Jesus. But you, I don't love you. And the only reason why you have the right and authority to say that because you don't believe that that person was sent one. Number two, you don't believe that he's anointed. Period. There's nothing more. But if you believe that person was sent and that person has been anointed with the word they are saying, then you are, then there must be some, something wrong somewhere. Because it's like the truth is there, but you don't accept the truth. Then there must be a problem. Luke chapter 10, verse 16. Honoring Jesus is very important. Jesus is very concerned about how you treat him. And the way you treat Jesus is the way you treat those that he has sent. There was a story in the Bible that there was this rich guy, man, that he sent his servant to go and get some things from his uh, people. And anybody that he sent, they beat and they killed the person. And he said, oh, pay adventure, let me send my son. They will respect my son. People don't, when they don't respect you, they don't respect your son. Yeah, don't make a mistake. They detest you. If your son comes, they will kill your son also. Yeah. That is why we kill the son. Oh, yeah. Even though it's ordained for him to die for us. But they kill him. They actually kill him. Because there was Barabbas. Who has been stealing all their monies in their Barabbas was he has taken the peace out of their life that always they have to have three locks on their door. But when the time came, they said, We like Barabbas, we like him, we like him. Take away Jesus. No, we don't like Jesus. What did he do? He was the one opening their eyes, he was the one multiplying the food. They said, No, we don't like him. We don't like him. We like Barabbas. So most of the time, the people that have been sent to help us. We detest them. Since I came here, I've never had anything for myself. Yeah. There are some of us here, if you hadn't been in this church, speak the truth. Every day, you will drink alcohol. You will sleep with women, even though you are married. Yeah. And I'm speaking directly as the Holy Spirit told me. If you hadn't been in this church, this is your lifestyle. Oh, yeah. That's what you'll be doing. That's what you'll do. It is the grace of the church that is here that has saved you from that calamity. Yeah. So, let's honor God with what he has given us. That was that Jesus was sent to bless us, not to take away from us. Bless us. Our life to be a blessing, to be better. Yeah. Some of us, you don't know where your child will be if you hadn't been this church. Yeah. Yeah. And take the message where I didn't say me, I said the church. Don't go and say, when we went to he was bragging, he said, if you haven't been, I didn't say, I have a devil in you. That's why you are saying like that, talking like that. I said the church. I'm not the head of the church. It's Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, because people always change what I preach. They hear different. That's why we have been praying about hearing. 
They hear differently. Yeah. What I didn't say that they will hide it. And most of the time, the people that they tell, talk to, they are offended already. So once you put fire on the thing, let the thing just, just go. Yeah. The third person we are honoring here in this church, we are learning how to honor. You know, honoring Jesus is very important. Jesus is very concerned about how we treat him. If you honor Jesus, you'll be blessed greatly. How do we honor Jesus? How? Pastor, you are saying honor, honor. How do we do that? Luke 10, 16. He that heareth you, heareth me. <laughs> and he that despise you, despise me. He that despise me, despise the one who sends me. I did not just get up and came to Albany, my brothers and my sisters. Somebody sent me here. I would have been in the Bronx to do my true job over there. Yeah, I used to work in Bronx, Lebanon, Special Care, and Monteferry. I was getting something very nice. Somebody said that. To Albany, we go. Yeah. I remember the first time I came, some people thought that it was a one-man church. So people were not sure whether they should give their offering. So I also intentionally put certain people to join my wife to count the offering. So that they know that the offering doesn't come. Not a single dime come to me. It's not a one-man church. Some people even think that, oh, Charlie, we need to, you know, we have to go and open the bank account. In our church, we don't do that. Pastor has nothing with the finances of the church. You have no, nothing. I can't even tell Lady Catherine today how much do we challenge? Can you buy one more? You can't do you can't do that. She will sack me. I cannot go where they are counting the off. I can't go there. Yeah. We don't do that. <laughs> Hallelujah. So somebody sent me here. And I'm here to be a blessing to you. How bunny? I said, I'm here to be a blessing to you. I'm not here to take away from your life. Yeah. It has never been and will never be. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Some people were not married when we came here, but you are married now. Some of you didn't have children, but you have had children. How is it that I'm taken away from you? Some people couldn't quote many scriptures. Some of us were doing so many things. But through this church, your life is becoming beautiful. And if you allow yourself, the word of God will change you. Hallelujah. If you stop fighting, unnecessary fight. God will help you. Your life will become more beautiful. Hallelujah. Amen. If you honor Christians, you are honoring Jesus. Matthew 25, 40. And the king shall answer and say unto you, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch that you have done this, you are doing it to the least. You are doing it for, for me. That's why I teach you that join healing Jesus' crusade. Join the orphanage. If it's $5, you can. I will not teach anything evil and anything that I am not doing. As we are giving to people in prisons, you know every church gives to prisoners, visit prisons. Or, you know, in Ghana, we, we, we renovated all the prisons because when you go to the place, eh, it's not a place that a human being is supposed to live. Animals even are better. So if you are doing such a course, Jesus said, make a statement. I said, we are going to, one of the ways we are going to be judged, four ways. He said, I was in prison. You didn't visit me. So if you are giving something in the church, I will not be able to go to the prison. But somebody is giving, or oh, my money is going to the prison. He said, I was sick. You didn't visit me. That's one of the ways Christians are going to be judged. Yeah. 
I was thirsty. You didn't give me water. Where did we see you that you were thirsty? We came and said, as you did it for these little ones, you were doing it for me. As you were giving money to, to, to do these things, you were actually doing it for Jesus. So be strengthened. Be strengthened and do what you are doing properly in the church. Yeah. If it's giving, has been given, give. The Bible says, if it's prophecy, let's, let's prophesy. If it's word of knowledge, let us give the word of knowledge. He said, everything that you are unfine to do, do it with all your might. For the place that we are going, there's no work there. It's finished. Once they, they, they ring the bell around 12, it's done. If you decide to hire Pastor Abraham as an attorney, Pastor Abraham will tell you, look, the prophets are there. Let them hear. Nobody will come from the dead to go back there to tell them. If, if they can't believe those who are alive walking, they can see face to face. They don't, how much more if we raise somebody from here and say, how are they going to believe the person? Yeah. You have me as your, as your friend. believing God to be 45. Glory. Yeah. And I will be 45 in the name of Jesus. Yeah. One scripture that I always love, it says that if you have to follow him, you leave your brothers, you leave your sisters. Yeah. Brother Prince, you are my brother. Stagifa, you are my sister. I have a brother called John and Henry. They are in Ghana. They can't help me. Yeah. But here, if I call you, brother Prince, I need something, you help me. I have a sister called Cynthia and Julia and Jessica. They can't help me. They are in Ghana. I actually, actually sometimes help them. But if I call Colomb, I need somebody to be, I need Charlotte to be picked up. Colomb will go and pick Charlotte. So the Bible is true that when you lose a brother and you lose a sister and you are in Christ, you will receive more. The Bible is true. Let's believe now. Everything that Jesus has said to you, let's believe it now. If he's saying we should honor the Father, let's honor. Bishop Dax said, don't wait till we get to heaven before now you start to believe. Oh, Don't wait. Believe now. He said, honor Jesus. Let's honor Jesus. If Jesus is telling us that as you do this to these ones, you were actually doing it to me, let's believe it with all our hearts. The third person that we need to honor, the Holy Spirit. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 29. Of how much sore punishment suppose ye shall he be taught worthy. What is the measurement for the punishment? Who have tread down underfoot the Son of God. Wow. And have counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was, he was sanctified and only thing and have done despite. That means irrespective of the clarity and the truth. I've done the opposite. I've done despite unto the spirit of grace. All sins shall be forgiven. One day somebody asked me, <laughs> because it's also a scripture that one, when I was growing up as a child, I think around 15 years old, I heard that and I was afraid. So I wanted to know, I don't want also to be offended, 
offend the Holy Spirit. So somebody asked me when I came to Obano that how are the ways I can offend the Holy Spirit? I'll show you. It is very simple. It's not that. It's not much far-fetched. The spirit, I heard Bishop Dark said this morning, thank God for listening to messages. The spirit of the Antichrist, Antichrist. What is Christ? Is what? The anointed one. So, the spirit of the anointed one, against the anointed one, all right? If you want to understand that. Now, anybody that is anointed, anytime you fight that person, you are actually fighting the Holy Spirit. It's very simple. Get it now and forever. It will save your life. Don't say we are waiting for the Holy Spirit in person before we, we, we will not offend him. Yeah, that's what many people are doing. You know, Bishop, that made this very nice demonstration. I cannot do it. He let somebody pour oil on his shoulders. He said, before you touch him, when you hit him like this, what will come in your hand is not his shirt. It's the oil. Yeah, it's the oil that will. You will see the, I'm wearing a white shirt, but if they pour oil and you hit me, you will not find a white, white distinct on you. You will find the oil that you have touched. There's a reason why David is the man after God's own heart. I want to show you seven reasons why David is the man after God's own heart. Number one, Psalm 105, verse 15. It's a saying, Touch not my anointed, and do my prophet no harm. You know this scripture, many people think that, oh, this is what pastors always use to, you know, make, bring fear into people. It is a scripture. <laughs> it's the word of God. Yeah. God is said that don't touch them. Don't harm them. The lies that you were telling about, we all saw Joseph. Our Potiphar's wife was saying that if you don't sleep with me, I will say that you have raped me. Yeah. If the person has not even touched your hand before, and you say that because you like the person and the person does, is not looking at you because they have a wife. And you say that, look, I will put him into trouble. I will say that he rapes me because in the world that we are, once you say that, whether it's true or not, everybody will take it that it's true until later. Yeah. So you are harming the person knowing very well that what you are saying is not true. You know, the, bra- the brother has gone through many things. He's now leading the prayer. He's trying, you know, he's trying his best not to fornicate anymore. You know, he's trying to have his quiet time. He's trying to set a good path, praying and everything. And then always, 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 you are there. Call, Levine him. Oh, oh. Brother Kobe, you know, as I was doing it in this, please, I need you. I mean, please, if you can come from, because you are in the same apartment, it's up, you are down. But you have your interior motive just to slay that brother. So that you can come and say, oh, look at him. Look at him. He says he's a prayer warrior. He come and stand here, he's praying. Yesterday, yesterday, didn't you remove my panty? Do my prophet no harm. He might, he might just be a, a prayer warrior today. But it is a, it's an ordained prophet of God. Oh, yeah. You don't know their hand. It might be just nobody in the church, just a brother struggling, but it's an ordained person that God is going to use. Yeah. First Samuel chapter 24, verse 6. Give me a little time. It's our church. 
The message is going well. Or should I stop? Because I can, I can start preaching to the Facebook people. I can go to the car. Okay. And he said unto his men, The Lord forbid that I, David, should do this thing unto my master. Who is David called his master? Saul. Who is Saul? Saul wanted to kill David. <laughs> yeah. Saul was after David. Saul was jealous of David. Saul was envious of David. But David remembered something. That when I was at the backside of the desert, taking care of my father's sheep, and my father sent me to go and give cheese to my brother on the war front, I didn't qualify even to be chosen to be part of the armies of Israel. I was given to sheep at the backside. Saul saw me. And he said that, come and be my armor bearer. David remembered that. Yeah. David remembered that. So, as, 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 as far as David is concerned, Saul is, is his master. Saul is, is his father. He said, God forbid that I should do this thing to my master. The Lord's anointed. Not Saul. Who is Saul? The oil on Saul is what we are respecting. Yeah. The oil on Saul is what we are talking about. That's the spirit of God. So Saul is nobody. Saul, Saul, Saul was even afraid. Yeah. Saul was afraid when Goliath was there. And the Bible said, all Israel fled. That's when David came into the scene. So Saul was nobody. But there is something that was placed on Saul. And that is what David is respecting. Even if it's not that. I learned something in, in Timothy. He said, don't speak actually to somebody that is older than you. I learned it by experience. By a mistake that I made. I learned it. Yeah. And I changed my mind quickly. And I've changed my mind from now. Yeah. I wouldn't say that, oh, and so what? Is he the one who feed me? You are not growing as a Christian. You don't want to grow. Because you have seen the word of God. And Bible said when we see it. By the renewal of our mind. By the word of God. Change your mindsets. Hallelujah. Amen. Number three. First Samuel 24 10. Behold this day. Thy eyes have seen out. That the Lord has delivered thee. To do, to today. Into my hands. In the cave. David is speaking. And some beat me. Some people that are with me. David's men said to David. It's called evil counsel. I am not going to church today. Will you go? Run away from such a person. Don't, don't, don't be. That person is not your friend. They don't want your good. When you go to church, what do you get? You hear the word of God. You are strengthened. You are guided. You will never lose. All scripture is profitable. All scripture is for your profit. It's not to diminish you. It's not to demote you. So anybody that tells you, I am not going to church today, will you go? It's a demon speaking to you. You don't need anyone with hooves. That's the devil standing right by you. Yeah. I'm not going to church, will you go? Saul was delivered into the hands of David. But look at what David did. I will not put forth my hand against my Lord, 
for he is the Lord's anointed. Just to make it very clear. I said that the only way you would despise somebody, one, you don't believe that the person is sent. You don't believe that the person has some anointing on them. That's how you mis- manipulate the person and mishandle the person. Number four. First Samuel 26, 9. And David said to Abishai, destroy him not for who can stretch forth his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless. That's how we honor the Holy Spirit. It's the, it's the, you keep on hearing anointing, anointed, anointed. That's it. Yeah. Who can stretch forth? Who can touch somebody who is anointed? And you are guiltless. Yeah. It's 26.9. Please. Change it. 26.11. The Lord forbid that I should stretch forth my hand against the Lord's anointed. But I pray thee, take thou now the spear that is in his bolster and the crash of water and let's go. Any opportunity that you have to destroy a man of God, please don't do it. I will advise you. Somebody said that I will write about you. I will drive you out of this city. <laughs> Funny. Balak was told by God through Balaam, these people are blessed. You can't curse them. That's all. Is the God that open and nobody can close. You can try to do certain things that can injure the person, but at the end, the person will prevail over you. The gate of hell will try, but will not prevail over the church. Hallelujah. And the last one, or two more. First Samuel 26, 16. This thing is not good that thou hast done. As the Lord liveth, ye are worthy to die. Because you have not kept your master, the Lord's anointed. And now, see where the king's spear is and the crash of water. That was in his bolster. Yeah. Somebody was supposed to be an armor bearer of the king. And by not being an armor bearer, you know who an armor bearer is? Yeah. I mean, before... (laughs) My armor bearer, I used to have two or three armor bearers in the church. And they were intimidated. Thanks be to God, I have armor bearers now who are not intimidated. The other time I saw one of my armor bearers answering somebody. Somebody was asking some question that he realized that this question that you are asking, we want to bring confusion in the church. And I saw the person was sought out. Yeah. Yeah. It is very important. When you are supposed to protect the king, you protect the king. That is why Mordecai became champion. Because Mordecai had two people who were supposed to be protecting the king. The reason why Lucifer was cast down because he was supposed to receive God's word. Because he was was on earth. That's why he looked up and he was jealous. That's why he was saying he was going to ascend. I mean, how are you going to ascend if you are in heaven already? He was was on earth. That's why he knew more than Adam knew. He was on earth. And he looked up. He was supposed to take the word 
and give it to us. Uh, he decided not to give it to us. He wants to be worshipped. He wants to be glorified. Brothers, read more. We have to read more. Yeah. So that we are not deceived. One more. And then that will be the end of this message. Because the next one is going to be about the pastor and the prophet. And maybe you don't like what I'm going to say now. So. First Samuel chapter 26 verse 23. But I will say it. The Lord rendered to every man his righteousness and his faithfulness. For the Lord delivered thee into my hands today. But I will not stretch forth my hand against the Lord's anointed. Let's learn from David. If we want to be there. No, the message is not to scare or put fear in anybody. You can, you can choose to believe it or not to believe it. And decide to continue the way you are going. As for the scriptures, the Bible says that they will come to pass. We can also repent. When Peter preached, they said, brethren, what should we do? And Peter said, repent and confess and you will be saved. The fourth one, stand to your feet. Honor your prophet and it will give life to your relationship with your prophet. Mark 6 verse 4 and 5. But Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, among his own king, and in his own house. And he could there do no mighty works, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk. Now, any one of you that you are standing here, that you are in this church, that probably you know me, maybe you know me 15 years ago, 20 years ago, you are at danger. You are at danger of dishonoring me. A prophet is not without honor in his own country, among his own kings, among his own. Jesus is the one who served in Mark. And anytime a prophet is not honored and his people are familiar, you disentangles the anointing that is supposed to heal you. That is upon his life. Yeah. But in our church, you know, I, I, I feel pain in my stomach. Anytime I hear other pastors are talking about our pastor, our prophet, Bishop Dag, that they took Bishop Dag book and they, they have a church of 50 people. They have a church now of 500 people. I feel sick in my stomach. Yeah, I feel sick in my stomach. Because God always put things before us and we don't respect it. Until we lose it. I have seen over and over and over and over. You give somebody something, they toy with the thing. When they lose it now, they, they are let now. Hey. Because at the time, the enemy closed your eyes. So you think that this opportunity is there forever. I want us to pray. Some of us, you need to repent. Some of us, you need to give God glory for what you have heard today. Because you have been delivered from going into error. Lift up your voice and begin to talk to God about your life. There are people that you need to honor in your life. Some of you, your, your mother, your mother, your mother. You need to honor your mother. Some of us, we need to honor our fathers. Some of us, it is the first person, the first manager that you had in this country. You need to give that man honor. Because through that man, through that woman, your life has changed. 
God bless you for listening to this message preached by Reverend Patrick Samaclo. Be sure to join us next and every Sunday live at the Care Center, 225 North Island Street, Albany, New York, at noon for Revelation Service.